please note, we are not giving expert medical advice. Our content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. If you do need to talk to someone, please look in the show notes where you'll find helpline phone numbers. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of We Are All A Bit Mental. It's a show where we aim to question and challenge the rather wonderfully complex and often slippery subject of mental health. All four of us hosts are present and correct. I'm Brandon Block. I've got clowns to the left of me, namely Chesney Hawks and Lynn Ferguson. Hello, everyone. I'm Chesney. Hello, I'm Lynn. And the Joker to the right of me, Neil Harrington. Hi, everybody. I'm Neil. Just quickly, guys, before we move on, I suddenly thought, Ches and Lynn, if we're the clowns and jokers, that means that Brandon's the sensible one, right? <laughs> so, uh, how the truck did that happen? Have I entered some sort of parallel universe? How did we end up there? Here it is, and I'm stuck in the middle with me. <laughs> oh, I like it. It's not all just thrown together, you know, is it? I think we're all stuck with you, mate. And I'm very happy because of that. Uh, listen, before we move on, I need to quickly ask the listeners one thing. You're not going to ask them to send their pants into you, is it? <laughs> sure. You've got enough pants by now, Chesney. You've only got a wee butt. <laughs> okay, so what I want to ask the listeners to try and make a note to tell a friend about our podcast, especially if that friend might need a little extra help right now. Let's help spread the word. Yes, absolutely. Well done. Today's show is entitled What's in a Name? And that's because we'll be talking about identity and branding and how that can affect us all. There's often a huge difference in how we perceive ourselves on the inside and how others perceive us on the outside. Mm. So we'll be exploring some of the issues that can bring up in everyday life. And of course, we're particularly excited about how we're going to explore today's topic because we have a listener on as our guest and Lynn gets to do her thing, right, Lynn? (laughs) I get to do my thing. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be fascinating to the listeners. When you did it to me, I don't know what what adjective I would would use to describe it. I suppose it was... um, intriguing I guess Ches Brandon she's done all three of us how would you describe it intriguing is definitely a word I would use for sure yes I would add magical to that to that adjective Aww. I also think you should reframe that Neil Lynn hasn't done us all <laughs> thank you I can't believe I missed a knob gag to be honest but there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. knob twiddler misses knob gag <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know what, it's so poignant and profound for me when Lynn did my two-minute two talk about my name because it's a very impactful thing. It's about your branding and your own identity, so it can affect you through your life. And, you know, mine did, you know, and uh, to, to realise that was, you know, incredible. Brilliant. Well, before we get into what's in a name, we're going to have a, a bit of music. Oh, oh Is it happy? (laughs) Well, a bit of both. Every week we're going to play a happy song and a sad song. Our preferred order is that we choose the sad song first. And in today's show, Brandon is going to choose it. So, Brandon, what song are you going for then? And once we've played it for the listeners here, we'll get into the why. So it's Born Free by Matt Munro. Enjoy. I'll tell you why after. Now, we're not allowed to play the original version of any music we include in the show, which in the end has turned out to be an absolute blessing, as it just so happens we have an amazingly talented musician with an incredible voice on the firm. So here is Chez's interpretation of Born Free. And it's beautiful. Awesome. (laughs) Born Free As free as the wind blows As free as the grass grows He's gone, he's gone Born free to follow your heart Live 
surrounds you The world still astounds you Each time you look at We've fade it now, mate. Star. He's gone. You okay, brother? So that was Born Free. Oh, my God, I love that. It's fantastic, that man. beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> it's incredible. Brandon, how does that make you feel, my boy? <laughs> <laughs> All I have to do is hear the first four bars. And it's I'm mad, dying. though, isn't it? It's mad. It's mad. And if I listen to the whole song... Of course. So what is it? So I think it's, a, it's in the story... I'm an animal lover. I've always loved my cats and, and, and you know, and I think also about what's happening in the world and, you know, all the animals disappearing. You watched David Attenborough the other night and you just have to cry about, you know, what's happened to the, the, the planet we live on. And then Born Free, it just epitomises, for me, adversity in the animal kingdom where there are no distractions, there are no... Um, they live to survive, don't they? Animals live to survive. They reproduce and they eat, and that's basically it, and they survive, and then they, that's how they recreate their species. So Elsa, the lion cub, she gets, she gets, you know, she's taken in by Joy and uh, George Adamson, and she was reared up to a certain age. They felt guilty that she wasn't living in the wild, so they take her out and try and train her to live in the wild. She's obviously not prepared, doesn't have the tools. But she goes into the jungle, she goes off into the, the wilderness, uh, they lose her, uh, they keep going back. They they give up their holiday time to go back to the same place where they reared her. And then one day they fire the gun, which is obviously the trigger for her to come uh, running. And and they hear a roar in the distance, and they say, "That's it. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> gone again." Well, that was a scene, wasn't it? That scene when they were reunited. That was the scene. So we've told the story of the song, Brandon, and of course, beautifully performed there, there by our Ches. We enjoyed that, didn't we, gang, eh? Oh, Thank it was you, brilliant. Chesney, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. it really was. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Didn't mean to make you cry, though, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brandon, can you now elaborate a bit on why it's such a raw song for you? So basically, I've never realised why or thought about it. And I, and I, I suppose, and I don't like this, I'm not taking a victim stance, poor me, poor me, and, you know. But I actually think it's like possibly being on your own and facing lots of adversity. And, you know, and when I was in that, that place, you know, with my drug stuff, it was terrible. So I, I and I think, uh, I actually think that song, that film and the song, the film definitely helped me through that period of my life then. And I think probably attached to that, the story that goes with it were probably resonates with me because I've probably was felt I was going through a lot of uh, stuff for myself. But, you know, that's my, if I need to have an emotional clear out and cry, that's what I'll put on. And you can see it works every <laughs> it time. Work it's tried and tested, tried and tested tearjerker. <laughs> yeah. So it's um, the only, uh, you know, reason I can think of that why it resonates on those different levels. I could probably go deeper. I don't know. Uh, I've never done it. So uh, is this something... So when you need to go to that place, when you decide that you, you need to let stuff out and go to that place, is that a kind of mechanism that you use sometimes? You go to that song? I do. Uh, look, I know, I'm very aware of, of how I am. And I know sometimes, I'm sure, lots of people have found it hard to cry in their lives. And crying is a, an emotional reaction to... To, uh, it's a natural emotional reaction we have as humans, but often when we're emotionally bound up through our mental health or through whatever else is going on in our lives, yeah. it's difficult to cry. So, Particularly men, and particularly English men. You know, men have really struggled for many years, and, and yeah. now it, it, they're going to struggle 
more so because of what's going on in, you know, with the people who've got no jobs, people who've got... No, that's true. Oh, it's going to be, you know. But listen, we're here to make it lighthearted, hopefully to cheer you up. So Born Free is my go-to sad uh, emotional <laughs> um, reset record. Wow. Okay. I think it's time to move on. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you for sharing your vulnerability with us there and, and the listeners. Pleasure. Uh, that was awesome. No Born free. <laughs> I started him off again. Don't start again. Don't start again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we've moved on, hadn't we? You know Sorry what, about to do? what you've got to do is just press the key in the background. Go, mm-hmm. oh. What, do you mean like this? He's gone again. <laughs> Now we're going to get into today's show's title of What's in a Name. Uh, on today's show, we have Dave Priest, who's decided he would like Lynn to delve into his name and discover a bit more about him. Don't tell him, don't tell him anything. Dave, hello, <laughs> sweet pea, how are you? Uh, I'm very well, Lynn, how are you? I'm good. You guys shut up, it's me and Dave now, okay? <laughs> told us. Shutting up. Yeah. Shutting don't up. you be intimidated by the big pants of Chesney Hawks <laughs> or the smart particularism of Neil Harrington or the hell-raising crying. In, the, in fact, if Brandon annoys us, I'm just going to sing Born Free and we'll be fine. Right. <laughs> this, this is just between you and me, uh, so forget about them. What, what I do, and thank you for doing this, it's brilliant that you come to the table. This thing that I do is I understood early on as an actor, right, what you're meant to do is you look at a script and you try and work out what's underneath the motivation of a character, right? right. Um, that's what you're trying to interpret. And then as a writer, when you're constructing, what you do is you are trying to construct the motivation, the story of a character. But I worked out after doing writing and acting that actually, (laughs) weirdly, we all have stories running all the time. So I am going to try and read yours, okay? Good luck. And it's dead simple. You can't screw this up. So if you're worried if you could screw this up, you can't screw it up. It's not possible, okay? All right. All I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to tell me the story of your name for two minutes. I've got my little timer, right? So it's set for two minutes. I don't actually know the story of my name. Oh, I really don't, don't you have any idea don't about it. You say a word. Right. It doesn't matter. Whatever comes out your mouth is fine. Have more beer. Yeah, have another gulp <laughs> of your beer. Just keep talking for two minutes. I'm going to write in my notepad and then I'm going to tell you what I hear. Okay, you ready? Story of your name. Go. <laughs> Uh, okay, my name's David Priest, actually David Malcolm Priest. Uh, not that I ever used the Malcolm bit because of an advert that used to be on the TV over here in England. Uh, I don't really know much about my name, really. I've nev- never asked my parents where it came from or anything else. Uh, yeah, I don't particularly like my surname because every- when you say Priest, everybody says Priest. Uh, and I'm not religious, so that really annoys me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's not really much I can say about it. Keep going. David. Dave, David's pretty normal, I'd guess. You know, it's kind of a standard name. I was, you know, born in the 60s, so that was probably a common name to use back then. But I don't really know much about the surname, Priest. Uh, I believe it comes from Wales. But other than that, I know very little about it. And I've never asked. I've never asked anything. I've, I've, you know, I've never asked my parents anything about any of my life or 
why anything happened, to be honest. I was just, you know, one of them people that just went off and did my own thing and that was about it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not not sure what I can tell you about it. Really? Uh, you've got 35 seconds, so you've got to keep talking, right? Keep going. I can't, can't spread this out for two minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're doing well, Dave. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying, I'm trying. Uh, I, I, well, I can tell you where I was born. I was born in Moseley in Birmingham. Uh, at the Sorrento Maternity Hospital, apparently, which is now closed. Uh, hopefully not just because I was born there. I think it closed after that. But, uh, yeah, I've uh, pretty much stayed in Birmingham most of my life. I did live in London for a few years, about 14, 15 of them, and then moved back here. Oh, thank f- the egg time has gone off. <laughs> well done, my friend. Well done, Dave. For you, right? Well done. All right. Yeah, it is, yeah, because I just really don't talk. I'm not a talker. I know. Well, that's what's in your thing, right? So what's in your story? Let me tell you what I read. Okay, right? go on. <laughs> um, other people are special and not you, right? No, no, I'm, I'm pretty normal. You're not the special one. You're just Mr. You see yourself as being Mr. Average. Uh, it's not true, actually. That's that's a misnomer. I'm below average. <laughs> no. The, <laughs> the point is that the story that you tell yourself is like the one that's with you all the time. Just by biology, just by the facts, uh, nobody ever can or ever will see the world exactly as you do. It's just not possible. Right. And so, therefore, the idea, even the idea that you are banal, boring, uh, not special, is not true. Biology says that's not a fact. I understand why, because your parents are not big talkers, and they are not big encouragers either. Everybody just quietly gets on with shit in your family. Yeah. And there's no hostility, per se. But if I were summing up the sound, it would be the clock ticking on a mantelpiece on a Sunday afternoon and everybody quietly getting on with their business. The thing that I'd say to you, like, because obviously you've called in, so it's super brave of you to do it. And I don't want to get like too, I don't want to get too into your underwear. That's Chesney <laughs> Hawks' territory. Yeah. <laughs> Send them in, Dave. Send them but in. what I would say to you, the fact that it's so difficult for you to tell me about your name says about how little you talk about yourself. Yeah, I never talk about myself. Yeah. Well, maybe that might be your New Year's resolution. Because actually, just by the notion that nobody ever can or ever will be like you, right? They can't be the same as you. And also the reason that I work in the story is because I believe that what stories are here for is that when we are able to impart what we've seen and what we know, then though it may not be of interest to everybody, it will just by the nature of logistics be of vital importance to somebody. Right. Right? So do you see that like there's a bit of the jigsaw missing if you don't allow yourself to speak? And I'm not saying wander into a room wearing orange trousers and right. Yeah. But there will be other people who have grown up in houses where people are quiet and the clock ticks and the mantelpiece, who could probably do with a bit of a friend. Yeah, it's 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 strange because my parents were both performers, right? Uh, and they obviously did their thing when they, you know, mom was a singer, dad played piano and sang, and yeah. they were always entertaining. To me, that was always embarrassing, so I would always f- off out of the room, yeah, because <laughs> I just couldn't deal with it. So yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I've always thought the rest of my family were quite outgoing, and I'm definitely not. You're not in the forefront. You're in the background. Yeah. But there is a thing where 
quite often with perspective is when we, we look in one direction and then when you look just to the side, you just change your perspective slightly, you find a whole other different thing. There's the what, what is in it is that other people are more interesting than me. Right. And that actually isn't true. I mean, you can see that that's not true, right? Do you see that no, that's not true? No, I, had, I, have, I probably have a hard time believing that. <laughs> <laughs> but just biology says so. There's disentangling. And there's also the performer in the family has not been you. And so therefore, like, we all have our own sort of emotional Twinkie bars, like our comfort area, where that's why when people do things that, like they, you know, copy stuff in their family that they wish they didn't copy, but it's what they're familiar with. So they just know it, you know. I call it the free bentos pie, right? <laughs> Sorry, free bentos. <laughs> but there was a point when growing up when I felt very looked after within my family. Um, that my dad somehow had got these this, these packages of free bentos pies, I don't know where they were, from somewhere, and I'd never had them before and I really liked them. And now, even now, when I'm a little bit vulnerable, I, it goes through my mind, what do I want? Like, would, what would help me? And then I go, well, maybe a free bentos pie. <laughs> I don't, because, you know, I don't. <laughs> where would you get them now? Right? Well, I don't know, there's probably uh, somewhere. You can still get them. Oh, yeah, you can still yeah. get them. Yeah. Yeah, probably not here in LA, though. I tell you no. what, give it two weeks, we might be sponsored by them, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> sponsored by Bento's <laughs> Pies. But if you swap just that noun of the free Bento's Pies for, like, um, vodka or a cigarette right, or a whatever, you find there that's where people pick things up. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, here's your task, my beautiful friend. Okay. <laughs> Every day do one tiny thing, you know, like with um, with people who don't want to make a big change but aren't entirely happy in where they're at. If you're entirely happy, then do f*** all, don't change. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I know there's something not right because I know I can't, uh, you can ask all of my ex-girlfriends who have all gone, you never f***ing talk to me. <laughs> and, and I don't, I never did. And I can see that, but I can never change it. And as soon as somebody goes, what are you thinking? My brain shuts off. You know, the thing to do it is you do it at your own speed. Yeah. Don't do it at anyone else's. So this is the way to do it, right? Which is every day you do one thing slightly different. That's all. So like instead of, if you have a coffee at 11 o'clock, have a tea instead, right? Right. If you normally put your socks on before your pants, first of all, you're crazy. But if you did, <laughs> then put your pants on before your socks. Like you do these tiny, tiny things, yeah. like uh, brush your teeth before you wash your face, like tiny little personal things. And all it does is it reminds you that you're open to change. Sometimes I feel the way that people talk about change is like some freaking amputation. <laughs> Nobody picks up a way of life because it makes them unhappy. They adapt, they turn a corner, they move a little further down the corner, and then they find themselves in a place that they didn't want to go, that they didn't really want to be in. So you can retrace, but the way that change happens is small and in your own pace. And so just that little thing will take down the narrative, you know. What I'm quickly learning when we're going through this show is it's so f***ing interesting, everything we're doing. I, I, I don't know how to put a halt to it and, and move us on. Yeah, it could, be, it could be a long show. But we, we have to. Uh, Dave, thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> well done, Dave. Yeah. I'm going to crack a bottle of vodka over there. <laughs>
next, it is time for our happy song. Ches, you're up. You're going to choose today's happy song. Uh, like we did before, tell us what song you're going to choose and then we'll get into the why once we have heard it. Okay, I'm going for a fabulous Van Morrison with Bright Side of the Road. Take it away, DJ Neil. And here is your very own interpretation of it. From the dark end of the street to the bright side, the bright side, side of, of the road. road We'll be lovers once again on the bright, the bright side, side of the road, of the road. Yeah. <laughs> you know that Van Morrison is secretly somewhere going there all right? Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Help me share my love from the dark end of the street to the bright side of the road. Oh yeah. From the dark end of the street. Right side of the road. We'll be lovers once again. There we had Van Morrison's Bright Side of the Road, a lovely version of it. Ches, thank you for choosing it and also making it, mate. Well done. You're welcome. Oh, that was fun. Oh, I wish I had a pair of pants to throw at you, Chesney. <laughs> I'm sure you got some at hand, haven't you? Well, yeah, but I'm not throwing them. It's cold. All right, fair enough. Ches, share with us. Tell us why it's your happy song. Well, it's almost self-explanatory in a way. I mean, just listening to that song now, and obviously you listeners can't see what I can see, but I've got all these beautiful faces in front of me. Just everyone was almost on their feet during that song. It's just the most uplifting track and lyric. I don't think there is another song that has that kind of up feeling for me. Every time I put it on, it just picks my mood up, no matter what kind of mood I'm in. I have some connections emotionally with it, like, um, you know, my best friend Maka is a huge Van Morrison fan, and, you know, we have a little thing between us. It's like one of our songs, and uh, I could see his face now, close my eyes, and the, the faces of people change when that song comes on, you know? And uh, Van Morrison's not known for being an uplifting (laughs) kind of (laughs) personality. (laughs) But he nailed it on that one. He just nailed it. It just makes me feel happy. I I can't even tell you why. It's just so uplifting and... and fun, you know? It, it was wonderful, uh, exactly the same reaction as Brandon. So obviously we're, we're all looking at each other while we record this. What, within a few seconds, literally three seconds of, of the Born Free, Brandon went. And within like three seconds of this, you were grooving, Ches. Oh, like, yeah. And then we were all up, right? We were all up working it. <laughs> it it's just one of those songs, one of those it's tracks. Infectious. Yeah, infectious, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. So we, we all have the happy Van Morrison to thank for that happy moment thank you van it should be that it should be everybody's first song on any playlist i think well look thank you for that chess we all enjoyed that didn't we team nice little bit of happiness fantastic so moving on then brandon i believe you have a little tip to share about a good way to start one's day tell us what that's all about so look you know what um i've started this practice and lynn mentioned it earlier and it's by changing something on a daily basis it can be anything as lynn said the time you drink your coffee, change the milk you put in. It's something that's just against your normal routine because it will just put a stop to your normal thinking. And I think for me, if I can not pick my phone up first thing in the morning and leave it for 10 minutes and just sit there with myself and go, right, I'm just going to look at what's happening, how I'm feeling, how I'm thinking, how am I going to be in this day? That is key Mm. because if you wake up 
and you buy straight into the social media or whatever is going on in the news, you will feel sad and guarantee it. So that is a quick uh, interlude in your day to stay sane, get up and don't look at your phone first thing. Change something very small on a daily basis. Works for me. And as you can see, without Born Free, I'm generally happy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's really lovely. It's kind of a gratitude thing in the morning to just look at what you're happy about. Absolutely. My wife and I started this thing where we go on a, a hike every morning, early morning, like 6.30 we were out this morning, and we start our walk with what's your intention for the day? Yes. How do you want to feel? You know? And if you do that, it kind of sets a tone for the day. It sets your, it sets your mood. If you say, well, of course I want to be uplifted, I want to be happy and grounded, and I want to feel free and lucky to be alive in a way, you know. And if you feel that way and you say those words out loud and you, you start off your day like that, it's a, it, it can't be a bad thing, can it? Absolutely. And it commands your subconscious mind, you know. That's the thing we say we're out of control with. If you tell it what to do first thing in the morning, it often will go with you mm. and it won't lead you astray because, you know, because we're so influenced about what we see first thing in the morning, let's say. Mm. And also another thing I do is do my list the night before. So that I don't have to get up and think, oh, I haven't didn't do this yesterday. As opposed to that, I just start with a new thing every day and say, like, here's my list for today. So whatever I didn't do yesterday. I hasten to add, you still didn't message me before midday, but you did your list last night, did you? Okay, right, yeah. <laughs> he didn't add that yeah, to his I'll list. I'll make a note of that. Right, well, yeah, see, that. the thing is, I have to prioritise, Neil. All right, yeah. I have to okay. prioritise. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Don't take things personally. He sent me a text, <laughs> Neil. Yeah, yeah. I got a text. Yeah, right. okay. <laughs> yeah Dave got a text. Uh, funny. So, Ches, what's great is you mentioned about gratitude uh, we're now into our wrap-up and it just so happens that our next episode's title is thank you oh. could I just say thank you on behalf of my family and me and my sanity to all the makers of tea <laughs> Yorkshire tea Oh, PG yes. tips. It's all about the tea. Thanks very much. Thank you for making tea and all your tea-making ways. You nailed it. Could you pick one of them so we can have them as a sponsor? Do you want Yorkshire tea or do you want PG tips? Which one are we going for? Well, my favourite is Yorkshire tea. Let's go Yorkshire tea, yeah. It's got to be Yorkshire right. tea. Voiceover mode. You're listening to We Are All A Bit Mental. This week, sponsored by Yorkshire tea. Oh, and Frey Bentos pies. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, uh, we're talking about the next show entitled Gratitude. Ches, who's our guest going to be on that show? Tell us about that. Ah, yes, I'm excited about this. On our show will be the record-breaking beatboxer, producer and live looper and beautiful man... SK Slomo, who is very kindly going to share his experiences and journey with us all here on the show. And hopefully he'll do a little beatboxing for us to cheer us up. Maybe that could be our happy song. Well, that'd be awesome. Well, look, for the listeners, here is a little snippet of SK Slomo doing his thing as a little teaser. Well, my name's SK Slomo. I'm a world record-breaking beatboxer, which means I make music with my mouth. So I do a show for families called Slomo's Beatbox Adventure for Kids. And I decided in lockdown I'm going to do an online version, which is called Homeschool Beatbox Adventures. And we've been doing it every Thursday at 2pm trying to help families feel more confident in their voices, feel more connected and we're raising money for the NHS as well. So this is called Beatboxing, it's when you make music with your voice voice, 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 voice So that's world record breaking beatboxer, live looper producer and singer-songwriter SK Shlomo, who'll be on the show next week sharing his amazing story with us. Can't wait for that.
Brandon. Don't forget to give us a like and share on social media if you're enjoying the show. And please continue to write in and sharing your own life experiences, discoveries. We really want to hear from you. Actually, while we're on that, uh, Ches, why don't you tell everybody about our website and where they can find all this? Oh, yes. All things We're All A Bit Mental. <laughs> Go to we're all a bit mental.com. We are all a bit mental.com. <laughs> and also, there's the Facebook uh, page where you can find us and you'll be hearing all about us. And also, as Ches said at the beginning, if you could take a moment to tell a friend about us and help spread the word and yeah. spread the love, we really would appreciate it, wouldn't we, team? We would. So that's it. Until next time with the fabulous SK Shlomo. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Neil Harrington. He's been Brandon Block. He's been Chesney Hawks. She's been Lynn Ferguson. I still am Lynn Ferguson, and we are all a bit mental. Bye, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye, everyone. Thank Bye. you. Goodbye. You've been listening to We Are All A Bit Mental with Chesney Hawks, Lynn Ferguson, Brandon Block, and Neil Harrington. Written, produced, directed, and engineered for Source Productions by Neil Harrington, with plenty of help from Lynn, Brandon, and Chess. <laughs>